1: Your HIV treatment is their prevention. Get more information at doitforumc.org.
0: Phones to silent, doors to cross-check, hold on to your hats. This is 5 Yard Rush, your fantasy football podcast, with your hosts Stocks, Sparky, Murph, and Nick. Yo, what's going on Rush Nation? Oh man, Tuesday, second day of our Super Bowl Bonanza and we are stoked to be here. Murph, how are you? Yeah, good. So uh, we're just settling in
2: for the week. Um, it's about the snow and it's uh, pretty cold. <laughs> yeah, it is. But other than that, it's, it's all good.
0: Yeah, so once again, apologise if there's a fan noise in your ear holes when you are listening to this. But it just can't be helped at the moment. We're working on heating solutions in the studio. And, and if you are a heating engineer and you want to spare some free time to come and hook us up or help us sort us out, get in touch on Twitter or Instagram at 5 Yard Rush. Like I said, it's Tuesday. I would say it's waivers. It isn't. We've got a little bit of player stuff with the Super Bowl picks for your fantasy and then just news and me and Murph in your ear holes. Probably not quite as good a chat as yesterday when we had Sam Lane on because that was a good one.
2: Yeah, but we are going to cover off the... Super Bowl being Super Bowl week um, we've got uh, an excellent guest coming on tomorrow which cannot wait for and then we've got our fantasy year in review at last I can't believe we're actually going to talk about a 2018 fantasy season and then we've got an awesome little uh, surprise lined up for Friday to get everyone in the spirit for for Super Bowl Sunday so uh, when most teams are uh, just messing around and chucking laterals around and dropping balls we're just getting stronger as a podcast, and uh, there's no off season.
0: No, yeah, especially for the two teams we're talking about on Sunday. They are going going hammer and tongs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, bless Joe! Yeah, Sunday. Texted me at about I don't know twenty past five. He was like Super Bowl Sunday ready! Exclamation mark! Oh, exclamation I got mark. the
2: same, and he deleted the message, but I'd read it and then it uh, deleted off.
0: That's because I texted him. And I was like, "Mate, it's next week. It's the Pro Bowl today," and he was like, "Ah." Gotcha, and then he obviously deleted yours. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I'd already seen it, yeah. and I, I was—I um, was, was getting ready for—we um, did some interviews for uh, the full ten yards podcast, which I think are coming out in February.
0: Yeah, when all thirty-two teams are in.
2: Yeah, so um, we did several ones. We went together, so you can. Were you,
0: were you solo on the Bucks?
2: No, I was partnered with um, Tom from uh, Head on the Swivel podcast.
0: Yeah, first time you met
2: him. Uh, yeah first time we've ever spoken he's a top, top guy we had a good chat and uh, with Tim as well good facilitator. I don't think we got through half of the show notes
0: yeah me and <laughs> Sam and I barely touched on anything <laughs> whatsoever really we sort of
2: hijacked um, but it was good it was good fun
0: sweet I got my Deontay Thompson safety in early just in case we never talked about anything else <laughs> I like that so Elway if you're listening go and get Deontay Thompson at number 10 he's the best safety since Eric Berry you heard it here first. What about the honey badger? Yeah, he's good. Barry Berry's pretty good.
2: Yeah, Honey Badger's gonna look good in uh in red and listening to some cannons go off every now and again.
0: You reckon he's coming in a tamper? Uh, you know,
2: Aryans <laughs> best mate, daddy sort of figure.
0: Well, Free mean, agent. To be fair, you need the help.
2: Yeah, exactly that. It's not like it's not a position to need. That's <laughs> so very true. Anyway, we we digress.
0: Yeah. Oh, talking of uh, safety help. Did you, it's not safety, it's cornerback. But did you see the picture of Tyreek Hill and Jalen Ramsey? And all the Chiefs fans are like, oh, bring him back to Kansas. We really need him. Andy Reid is not taking Jalen Ramsey in Kansas. No. <laughs> it's straight up not happening.
2: No, well, it's okay. He's got a job as a wide receiver.
0: See, that's why I love the Pro Bowl. But we're going to get into it. <laughs> in fact, we're going to start with that. It's the first thing on the news. Yeah. Should we do it last in case we get talking about it?
2: I, I think we do it now.
0: Alright, so the Pro Bowl happened on Sunday. The AFC absolutely annihilated the NFC 26-7. It was terrible. As a game, it was an absolute... I don't know, I can't it's even... It's a farce. A farce, good it's word. A, it's not a game. <laughs> no, it wasn't a game. It was very, very jovial. The weather was atrocious, and I doffed my cap to the fans that, the fans that kept their ponchos on and stayed for the whole thing, because it did... Thin out very quickly.
2: This is this is why they shouldn't have moved it from Hawaii. Like, I know it's Orlando and everything, but...
0: Was it in Disney World or near Disney it's World? It's very near Disney World. Okay.
2: Um, they have a complex, like a world, wide world of sports complex, and it's near there, so... Um, yeah. <laughs> it was an awful game. I, I just... I can't watch it. It's. I'm trying to think of a, a really good way to explain this to people. It's like going to watch... A practice session very, very early on in the season. Only, instead of it being practice, it's just more of a joke. Where you get offensive players lining up at defensive positions. Yeah, but how
0: good is Mike Williams at cornerback, by the way? Mike Evans? Mike Evans.
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, what would you expect? He's 6'5", and he's tall. And he knows the roots because he's a running back. He's a wide
0: receiver. Yeah, but then you could say the same thing about cornerback station. he,
2: He makes an absolutely unbelievable grab. And then what they proceeded to do for the next 30 seconds absolutely wound me up with the lateral. Then they dropped the ball and then they scooped it up and then they did another lateral. Didn't
0: the ref end up just blowing the play dead? No, no, no. Eventually they they tried to run the
2: ball forward after about a minute of trying to run it backwards and lateral passes and backwards passes. It was, honestly, it was trick play. I I like a trick play. I think trick plays are very clever. But all the NFC decided to do was, well, we're just just going to muck around <laughs> and literally just chucking it around it was it was exactly how five-year-olds would try and play nfl that, that is what it was it was just oh, i just imagine having paid money to have gone to that just uh, put that in your head ha, like you've put together 300 400 500 maybe a thousand dollars to have gone to watch that
0: that's a lot i would like to go i, I really like the spectacle of it I, don't, I quite. I even like defensive players playing offense and offensive because it is a, because it is exactly it's not a showcase of of skill at a certain position. It's just a laugh. I don't
2: mind. I don't necessarily mind the, the changing of positions for a laugh um, every now <coughs> and again. But I think you need to have something that resembles the game. Okay. Maybe. You. Do you know what? And I know people are scared of the flag of the of the tackling. Why not turn it into a massive game of flag football? Where it's still competitive, you take the tackling element out of it. And I think then, I think I get it. I get you don't want people tackling because it's the end of the season. People got a lot of battle scars, a lot of injuries on the way. But if you even turn it into flag football, at least it still somewhat resembles the game.
0: Mm. I
2: just, I don't know. I, just, I couldn't pay... I, and also, we got to get the teams to turn up. Because you can't have... The, the three quarterbacks for the NFC... None of them were picked to go to the Pro Bowl. Mitchell Trubisky was disgraceful yeah, they, all weekend. The skills challenge, where he tries to throw the ball to... Have you, did you watch it? I said this to you this I morning. I did, yeah. How bad was he at trying to throw the ball over the first so,
0: so I didn't know it was a relay. I didn't know that Mike Everson had gone before Adam Thielen. So you'd watched the So I'd half. watched Adam Thielen, and he springboard one-arms off Russell Wilson's throne, behind the Perspex, first time, is like that, that grab is unbelievable. Oh, great grab. And then he proceeds to get a ball in the right position every single thing, and then makes the dive onto the pillow at the end of that Which I is thought. unbelievable. Yeah, it is. Go, go see that. I didn't know it was preceded by Mike Evans and Mitch Trubisky basically doing worse than Murph and I would. But the Trubisky thing is... Trubisky
2: cannot throw a he football. He cannot throw a football. Like, there was one Evans... Messed up on, which was the the long grab at the back. I don't, but that was. I think that was he had to move his feet, but which he did have to move his feet, which is why he fell out of the box. Exactly. <laughs> but the first big box, I was like, when he eventually does it, it's like this little dolly pass, like a little dink, almost like a dart that you sort of throws, like but like an actual physical dart, almost like a, a three board.
0: pointer where you flip your hand back. Oh, it was,
2: terrible. but it was like it was like ten attempts at it. It was just, oh my word, he, that is a Pro Bowl quarterback. You had Austin Hooper catch the only touchdown pass. Like, how is Austin Hooper a, t- a Pro well, Bowl player? To
0: be fair, Austin Hooper's a Pro Bowl player because all the rest of the Titans are dead. Yeah, <laughs> but... <laughs> Come on. The Let's...
2: MVP of the game was Pat Mahomes, who was calling for it to be Anthony Sherman. And I Anthony don't... Sherman rushed for more touchdowns in the Pro Bowl than he did in the entire season.
0: Yeah, but that's because no one plays defence in the Pro Bowl. <sighs>
2: Just it's
0: just, just it was a, it was a farce. You're right, but I I, I like the whole weekend. I like the fun of the the teams getting together and playing for red or blue or whatever color they choose the uniform to be. In.
2: I, I just think, do you know they play for money?
0: Do they? They play for money In between themselves. No, there's
2: a bonus for for playing and winning the game. So, it, and I don't think the amount has gone up. I don't know what the official amount is. The amount. In the late '90s, early 2000s, was it was about thirty-five thousand for the losing team and sixty-five thousand for the winning team. Total. Yeah, that's what you've got.
0: A thousand bucks each.
2: No, 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 per player. Oh, wow! Wow. But now I think it's a similar amount of money. Which, when they're on these multi-million-dollar contracts and they're signing away all these endorsement deals and everything, and the money they get for being a pro ball player. In endorsement fees, thirty grand, sixty grand isn't a lot. So it sounds stupid to like you and me. That's, that's a lot of money. Like, but to them, it's like, eh, I just don't think I'm going to get out of first gear for fifty grand. <laughs> well, the difference is thirty grand. Nah, it's all right. If I don't win the extra thirty grand today, don't, make, don't make I mean don't anything. I think that's the that's the difficult thing. But um, all the QBs were pretty pretty poor, uh, except for except for Mahomes who had a 50% completion rate and no one else got close Um, yeah I I like the challenges more than I like the game
0: yeah me too
2: I just think let's do something to make it exciting and let's have the players that are supposed to be there be there because I don't don't think I can take Mitch Trubisky for me he lowers the pro Bowl by about 20% on his (laughs) own he was dire I mean everywhere he was dire it wasn't like oh, he just had a bad session in in that one challenge in, in the skills challenge He was terrible in the game, awful in the game he was. I was just like, I think he threw for like 38 yards.
0: His interception was horrendous. (laughs) It it was literally, he threw it at his receiver. I don't know who his receiver was, but he was about 22 yards short of his receiver. And he threw it into the guy in. probably a safety at that point into the safety he just stood there and the ball hits him in the chest because he I imagine he's expecting it to go over him because he's, he's in <laughs> Cause cover that's 2 that's the or whatever room. and he's guarding the middle of the field and Trubisky's supposed to be going over him and just, oh, it's always hit me and, and, and now I've got it and I'm running and, uh, you're it, a joker
2: it was awful do you know what actually um, for those diehard fans who watch the Pro Bowl every year I seem to blank all the Pro Bowls I can't tell you what has happened in previous Pro Bowls for some reason because uh, I won't even remember this one in about a week's time, if that. So, if you can think of a player that had a worse Pro Bowl than Mitch Trubitsky, get in touch. I, I really want to see the tape. If you've got links, share them.
0: If um, you've got links, like there's a catalogue.
2: <laughs> yeah, like, like, yeah. just share Let's share some really awful plays. And I think we can almost have some fun out of the Pro Bowl instead of the, the two hours or so I invested with this uh, on Sunday night
0: that's fair that's fair talking of um, getting in touch and stuff, have you had any more players suggested for the comeback five yard rush badge of honour I've
2: had none this week I've had loads of people get in touch with loads of other things um,
0: to be fair it is one of the competitions that's running in the background at the moment let's be fair yeah
2: I mean there's, there's plenty of time um, plenty <laughs> of time for that to come through but yeah we're really looking forward to getting you know as many as possible so please do send them in we've still got the reviews thank you we've got two more reviews this week um, which is really lovely amazing comments um, and we get loads of comments on, on Twitter um, and on Facebook if you could just even copy them and put them into a review preferably on iTunes but you know we will take them anywhere um, we've got these badges on order they're soon to be released hopefully in the next couple of weeks it'd be really good to get them uh, get them out to you ASAP so please if you can that'd be good
0: yeah, and then when you do get one, take a selfie or something with it and, and post it to the channel, because we'd like to see it not stuffed in your wardrobe, but on show as a proud member of Russian Nation, because we know you're out there. Yeah.
2: I've just received an update. So you remember the podcast yesterday with Sam Lane about mm. the Dynasty Diagnostics? I'm
0: not happy about you drafting in professionals. Well,
2: they've, uh, they've put me on the list.
0: Have they? So they're going to use your dire team?
2: At some point, yeah. So I'm on the list, apparently. That's just the message I've just got through on, on Twitter, so...
0: Uh, good well shout out to you Sam for trying to help Murph good luck with that and if so you can hi,
2: so it's, uh, it's uh, etanmozio so at ff underscore wonderkid uh, so I'm chuffed maybe I can uh, win more than one game this year
0: you should do you'll beat me you'll beat me twice I'll lose twice this year and they'll both be to you I just know it <laughs> you're going to be my bogeyman
2: that's the idea I'm Jack uh, Jack Duffins Bogeyman, when it comes to playoffs. Maybe
0: you can't, that's good, you can't have two bogeyman that's not fair on the world. Nah,
2: if if I had to choose between you and him, I'd I'd choose him. That's good. Because that's a a long standing legacy.
0: No, that's fine, I'd I'd rather you beat him up than (laughs) me. You know, it's easier than me finding another host. We'll see what
2: happens.
0: So, moving on from the Pro Bowl that was exciting to Brady has said that the chances of him retiring after the Super Bowl are zero.
2: Did you see the footage on this? When I, they no, left? I
0: haven't.
2: So they they do like the whole, we're leaving to go to the Super Bowl, we're getting on the private plane. And um, I just, I, I've got a lot of respect for Tom Brady. I've got a lot of respect for the Patriots. Lots of people hate them. Listen, I, I kind of understand it because it's a dynasty and you hate serial winners. I get that. I've, I've really studied them and I really understand why they win. And I think... That's why I have some admiration for for what they do, but just, it was just so cringy. They're there with their fans. It's like they've never been to the Super Bowl before, <laughs> and Tom Brady's there, and he's like, "We're still here," and I'm like, "Right, come on, dude. You, this is your ninth Super Bowl. Like, not your first. It's not your second. You've had more Super Bowl appearances."
0: Than any other franchise in history. More Super Bowl appearances than Monday night appearances. Yeah, it's
2: it's, it's, it's absolutely mental. And like, we're still here. Mic drop. Physical mic
0: drop. I'm like... Get out. Do you know, I saw a video after the win against the Chiefs of Brady and Gronk walking along the tunnel. You see that? And they're both just grinning. And I was like, you are a massive... I just thought, come on, mate. Have a bit of class. I I didn't mind that. I I thought it was... There's no need to grin and, and Gronk and grin and I just thought if you're going to do it at least say something rather than have a video of you just grinning like I mean, <laughs> like Jessica. Yeah, has. I know you've done that exactly for that purpose. And uh, well and then,
2: they're playing the the um the <laughs> they're playing the underdog card which is a bizarre. It, it's like yeah, we're going to be the underdog. It's like watching Italian football and Juventus are going to come out and go, "Well, yeah, we're the underdogs because we've won 7 titles in a row and we've got Cristiano Ronaldo and we've spent 100 million for him in the summer." Doesn't really work. No, they're favourites in the bookies. You're under.
0: <laughs> as, soon, as soon as you get to the playoffs, you are never an underdog, Patriots. That's the fact. That is never, ever, ever gonna happen.
2: No, but anyway. So he's looks like he's <coughs> not going to retire. His plans are still to play until he's forty-five.
0: It's, I think he's but, unavailable on the waiver wire now, isn't it? In our league, didn't you drop him?
2: No, no, I kept him. Uh, a tradable asset.
0: Tradable asset. <laughs> yeah.
2: No one's gonna trade him.
0: No one, would no one will. Trust me on this. He was, he's bounced around the uh, Dynasty League for a little while.
2: Well, that's what I mean. If he's bouncing around, someone's going to want him at some point. No,
0: only because people are silly.
2: I've got, I've got four QBs.
0: Oh, do you want a medal? I
2: yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind one. It's the only room I feel half decent about on my team.
0: Terrible. Titan
2: room's not too bad.
0: Talking of quarterbacks, Alex Smith is set to miss all of 2019 after getting the infection in his broken leg, which is terrible news, really.
2: Yeah, I'd, I'd terribly sad. I mean, it's not a, I'm not a big shock this, but let's hope he, he can come back and resume some form of career. Um, it means he's not going to play until he's about, I think he'll be 36 then. So,
0: I think that's probably it, isn't it? That's yeah, it. it also means
2: that uh, the Redskins will be in the market for a QB now. They'll probably look at a free agency acquisition, so that could put them in the realms of looking for uh, Teddy or... Nick Foles or someone. I think Nick Foles will probably price out, but it could depend.
0: Yeah, or Keenum, if he gets released. He's I don't. A, I
2: don't think Keenum's going to. He's released. not going to get released. I'm just. I, I think you keep Keenan for next year and you draft draft a QB. If you get Q, if you get Drew Lock, then I think you should be pretty happy with that because I think he's a he's a he's a really good QB. He's got a bit of swagger. He's like Baker Mayfield 2.0, which I think is always quite good.
0: has he got Mayfield's accuracy.
2: He. He has a tendency to potentially, you know, be a little not haywire. It's kind of the wrong, the wrong word. He he's not quite as accurate in some cases as he can be. That's just experience. But he's a real gamer. Like he's he's one that relishes the big occasion. Like you know, he played for Missouri in the SEC, and he was an absolute thorn in the Florida Gators' side for two consecutive years. So he's someone that really likes the big stage. He likes the attention, which. I'm always more inclined to take someone with that than someone who might be really good and really accurate, but perhaps doesn't have that gameplay ability in, in the big games. This is my favourite quote. So, um, so at the start of the senior uh, senior bowl week, so he was asked he was asked a question that started with uh, "Your legs are an underrated part of your game." So, Drew Locke looked right at him, winks, did a finger gunpoint, and the question was finished. <laughs> He's just going to be a highly entertaining... He's a
0: character, though. And he was
2: great. He started at the Senior Bowl. Um, I think he's a... If you can get him... Where are you picking? 10? 12. 10. If you get him at 10, I think.
0: Uh, but then we miss out on Deontay Thompson.
2: You need a quarterback. And the good thing is with Keenum, you can sit him for half a season.
0: Yeah. We That's also need secondary help. Bad. Who doesn't? Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay, fair. Ah, Moving on. Another quarterback. The Niners GM, I don't know his name, it's not there, but he's hopeful. John Lynch. John Lynch. Oh, former Buccaneers and Broncos. Do you know, oh, when I was doing my, I did something, a GM thing for our our Zach uh, article. I told John Lynch, I thought, I recognise that name. And I thought, he's the guy I had on the back of my very first Broncos jersey, number 47. That's right. And I thought, yeah. And I didn't realise he was a Buccaneer for most of his career. Yeah,
2: he won the Super Bowl. For yeah, the Buccaneers. and there was only Job when I Buccaneers. Was, was
0: doing my research on him that I, th- I thought, oh. That's a player we have in common. He is um, a
2: Hall of Fame finalist. I think this is the fifth year he's made the final list.
0: But not going in, obviously. Oh, yeah. So let's see if he gets in. Well, come on, Lynchy, Get in. Yeah. So, yeah, Niners GM John Lynch is hopeful Garoppolo takes part in OTAs, which would be good for them. Yeah. Now, yeah Ian Rappaport has reported that Antonio Brown will not has not been given permission to facilitate a trade. So, at the moment, it doesn't look like Antonio's going anywhere. That's... Think that's a good thing for him because he won't get the targets he gets in Pittsburgh. Standard.
2: Yeah, I, I guess it would say they've come out and said they haven't sanctioned any trade talks either. So um, I just don't know why you would trade him. I just I you'd keep him, but we'll see what happens.
0: The Chicago Bears kicker merry-go-round continues. <laughs> uh, the Cody Park has not quite been cut, has he? He's still... no, 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 he's
2: going to be there in the in the off season. He'll have to
0: fight for his place. Correct. So, yeah, they've signed kicker Redford Jonesk, Jonesk? Jonask. Yep. Him? Jonesk. Yeah, so on Friday they signed him to provide some competition for uh, the embattled, like aforementioned Cody Parkey.
2: Which comes to mention yesterday, uh, Adam Vinatieri also got a new contract worth uh, $3.8 million for a one-year contract for a kicker.
0: Well, he's the best in the biz. He was.
2: He's, 40, he's 46. <laughs>
0: I wonder how many he made this year and didn't make.
2: Well, when it was all on the line in the playoffs, he missed a couple.
0: That's how you make your money, guys.
2: (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) I think that's all the the need. Oh, no, Ben Roethlisberger is... uh...
0: Yeah, so Pittsburgh Steelers president Art Rooney II has revealed that the team is in negotiations for a contract extension with Big Ben. Last year of his contract in 2019, I think it's good for them. Obviously, they've got a system that works.
2: I just worry about... Just worry about. He is sort of the centre of all this sort of negativity, um and I think you're obviously going to re-sign him. I, I get that, but I wonder how much it's worth actually re-signing him. Like that's the part I really, I just don't know if I get it. Like he's he's what 38. He's threatened retirement before. And they never, ever take a QB that's ever going to challenge him for the job. Like Landry Jones, who's never going to get the job. So, I don't... I mean, I kind of get it. It depends how much you're going to pay him. Uh, the Steelers have been pretty good at keeping his cap percentage under 13%. So, he's not being paid silly, silly, silly money. And I think if they continue to do that, then fine. But at some point, it's like the, the Patriots the same thing. They, they need to start thinking about bringing in a a QB that is going to take the job at some point because Brady's different Brady keeps his body in absolutely phenomenal shape Ben Roethlisberger doesn't (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's fair so I think you know Tom Brady I believe really could get to 45 if he doesn't take a big hit but I think Roethlisberger is one big hit from having his career just about ended so I don't know I think fine but don't spend too much the man is not going to be around for forever
0: Fair. Should we do our fantasy picks quickly?
2: Yeah, let's let's do those and then we can start to to break down the game.
0: Um, You've gone for pretty much all the Patriots except the kicker.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you know what's weird is I was I was looking at this and I was studying it and I was like, do you know what? It, it's certainty versus uncertainty? I would never go with Sony Michelle as my starting running back, but with what is going on with Gurley and what is going on with CJ Anderson. I don't know who's getting the carries. And to to be honest, I don't think McVay knows yet. So if I'm looking at this on Tuesday, I do not know who is going to get the carries. So I'm always going to make the play of the player I know is going to get the carries. Same with wide receiver. So I've gone with Edelman because I know Edelman's going to have a big game. But if if I'm thinking running backs, I'm thinking James White as a secondary over Gurley or Anderson, which is crazy.
0: That is mad.
2: But I don't I don't know who he's going to get the, the touches. How fit is Gurley? You know, is he going to have these mental blocks that
0: he had last week? I, do, I just don't know. How do you not get up for a Super Bowl, though? That's the thing. Yeah, but it's
2: not about that. It's, it's tiredness and,
0: you know, he's got a knee
2: injury. That knee injury with rest might be fine. It might not. It depends how bad it is. And then if he's really good to go, then you put him in. Great. But if he sits out, like, like if he would, if he didn't have a touchdown last week, he'd have been completely irrelevant in the game. Oh, no, for sure. He had, like, four yards.
0: Well, let's go through your side, and then I'll yeah. pick the secondary of each position for the entire team, if you're building a fantasy team. Nice.
2: Okay. So I've gone with Brady over Goff. I, um, I would
0: agree there. You've only I, got one quarterback. So. And also,
2: he's got 900 yards in his last two Super Bowls. I, I, you know he's going to be ready for the for the Super Bowl. Goff is a, a bit of a... He could be, he could not be uh sony michelle you know he's rushed uh was he got four or five touchdowns this postseason already um it just for me i just think he's going to be the solid play and i think the patriots to win this game are going to as sort of sam was saying um they're going to have to you know really look after the clock time of possession i, you know, I couldn't agree more so i think there's going to be a heavy involvement from him and, and james white but i think michelle is the, the goal line back i like more edelman i just think he gets guaranteed carries Gronk, I think this potentially could be his last game and I think he's going to want to go out strong and I think he's going to be relevant. And also, if the choice is him or Tyra Higby or Gerald Everett, again, you don't know which one of Higby or Everett's going to catch the ball. Yeah. So I know Gronk could potentially fail, but of the three, he's the safer option. Gone with Zerline, I just think that that defence could eventually restrict um, Goff and company to long field goals. So I like the additional points that can land... Um, defense i don't think it, there's a big difference in either to be perfectly honest i think the pats will concede less points because i think they'll win the game and i think that um potentially the rams could have some bigger plays
0: yeah i don't know who's more or who's cheaper in dfs but if you're playing dfs just pick the cheaper ones absolutely else one. the, i don't
2: think it's gonna be a lot of difference in, in either but um you know i've got some stats in the streets for the end of the show and we'll go through that
0: nice well at running back i I'm taking Gurley. I think if you can afford to stick him in, it's the Super Bowl. And I Apparently like. Apparently
2: he's cheaper than Edelman.
0: What, on DFS? Yeah. Well, how do you not? Well, yeah. I know what you're saying about James White, and he's had some absolute ridiculous stat lines over the last few playoff games. But if you can get Sony Michel and Todd, Todd Gurley in, I think you'd do well there. And then at wide receiver, I think Brandon Cooks is going to have a big game against the Patriots just because he's going to want to in the Super Bowl final he's like you let me go after my deals. I signed with the Rams and here I am winning a ring so I think he, if there's going to be a reliable wide receiver there it's going to be him tight end I did completely completely, completely agree with you on Gronk and he's also got the highest ceiling so if Gronk does go off I mean if Tyler Higby goes off you're getting a touchdown in 45 yards whereas if Gronk goes off you could get two touchdowns in 160 yards and he's going to win you there kicker, yeah, Zerline's fine with me, and then defence, whoever's cheapest Yeah,
2: I think that's fair analysis. I think that, that, that does make some sense and I think what we should do now is um, maybe start to break down the game and see where we think this is gonna go.
0: Well with that being said we might as well get straight into the Super Bowl preview and break down. What do you say, big man?
2: Yeah, I can't wait. Uh it's gonna be a good Super Bowl. Uh cannot wait to uh watch it. So what do you think sort of the keys to, to victory for both teams are?
0: I think on the Patriots' side of the ball, I don't want to take too much away from our guests on Friday because then you might as well listen to this twice. But I mean, their insight's going to be much greater than ours. But I think for Patriots, they've got to they've got to keep doing what they've been doing, get rid of the ball quickly, and not let Brady get rushed or hit. Because if Donald and Sue gets him once or twice, then the floodgates are going to open, and they're just going to continually pound him. And as we've seen, the way to beat Brady is to put him under pressure. And I think for the Rams. It's pretty much vice versa. I think they need to focus on the run game slightly more than they have been, and then just put as much pressure on Brady as they can. Because they've, you know, they've got the cornerbacks to to take away some of the pressure in Aqib Talib and uh, Marcus Peters. But I just think that if they can get pressure on Brady, like I said, it's 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 the pressure on Brady. Whether the Patriots can stop it or the Rams can do it, I think that's where this game is won and lost.
2: Yeah, I I agree. There's a stat in the streets that's going to back this up as well. Yeah, boy. Um, so that's always good. I think um, I think the real key here, I think I, I think for me, one of the biggest keys to victory is which Jared Goff turns up. Is it going to be the one that we saw in the first half against the Saints, or the one we saw in the second? How is he going to respond to the occasion? He's never been in an environment like this. Um, is he going to be able to um, work with McVeigh to get the you know the plays off are they going to be able to stay in the hunt because I think if you give the Patriots a 13 point 15 point lead I'm not so sure they're going to give it up as much as um, you know the the Saints did last week and inversely I think with the Patriots I don't think they can be affording the Rams and McVeigh to have the point lead that say the Falcons did in Super Bowl 51 and, and trying to come back late I think if 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 you're if the Rams get 15 plus points in front I think regardless of how great this team is from coming from behind I just don't think they've got quite enough to do it so I think for the Patriots it's about time of possession keeping it tight and then trying to win this in the fourth quarter and I think for the, the Rams it's about staying with the game getting Jared Goff uh, up to speed and, and playing as quickly as possible and using your, your run game to really terrorise the uh, you know, the, the Patriots are making the most of it.
0: Yeah, I know for sure. What about weaknesses? What do you think the Patriots biggest weakness is?
2: I think the Patriots' biggest weakness is um it's just options out wide. I just don't see them getting the really big down ball, you know, downfield threats. The the sometimes when you're really struggling in a game I can't see them getting a fifty yard, sixty yard play, um, to, to really cut the change. So I think it's all about what they do in the slot. It's all about what they use Gronk for, um, and you know if you can get a handle on James White, mm-hmm. I don't know what kind of other outlets they are. So I think for me that's the key. And and, and the other part is is how much pressure uh, that Patriots line gets on Goff. It's I'm not sure it's the absolute. I mean for me it's a, it's good, but it's not it's not great. And I think they need to. You know, try. They need to be at their absolute best because I think if not, and they allow golf time to to pass the ball around, then I don't think they they're, they're going to win the game.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And this is Andrew Whitworth's time to finally get himself a, a ring and absolutely, and it's, that O line is very very big for him. We've seen throughout the season the O line is unreal, and yeah, I think the Rams' weakness it could be lack of Super Bowl experience on the coaching side, perhaps. Um, well, for McVeigh certainly, and I think if he loses sight of the run game slightly too much, then the Patriots, we know what they're like. They're like sharks, and if they smell blood, they'll finish you off. So, Mervain needs to keep mixing up the plays, rely on the run a little more than he has done. I think that's one of the weaknesses that we may see if he goes away from the run again. And especially if he goes with this, who I've got a feeling in the game on which running back's running well, then I think that could stifle them. And then, the same for the Patriots, the weakness, I think... You've got to be, like you say, Josh Gordon. It would have been nice to see him fit and healthy in the Super Final because he is that field stretcher, freakish athlete. They don't have that option. I think Edelman, Mr. Playoff, as he's known, is massive in this game. And if the Rams can contain him, Gronk isn't the Gronk of old. He could have one final game in him if he's going to retire. Why not, like we mentioned earlier. But they need, I think if they can't get James White into the game as a key receiver, I think that's a big weakness and we we might they might struggle with that with just the pressure. James White might not be in as much as Burkehead say to 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 pass block because of the pressure the Rams' D line can get.
2: Yeah, I think that's that's fair. So I think it's going to be interesting to see how it breaks down. Um, never before has that adage of you win and lose the game at the line of scrimmage more present than or prevalent than it, than it is in this game. And I think that that's where it's going to be one or loss you can go through the offensive positions and pick out favourites um, and it's pretty much what I was saying about my picks is that's how I'd lean towards based on the information I have but it doesn't stop the Rams from you know, Goff is on his day nearly as good as anybody in the league it's just not often that that happens Gurley is an MVP style running back if he's fit he's going to cause absolute havoc um, you've got Brandon Cooks and Robert Woods who are two of the best wide receivers potentially in the game. You know, it, it's, it, all of those facets can almost cancel each other out. I think it is a case of the line of scrimmage, which one gets the... If the Rams can get the pressure on Brady, we know that's going to cause a significant impact. Um, inversely, we know that if Goff is hurried and you can contain the run, he's very much he needs time on the ball to make plays he holds on to the ball too long as it is and if you get into that sort of three second mark that could be the difference so I think this this game will be won, on, won and lost on the line of scrimmage and there might be some spectacular plays but it will be those lines that will be the ones taking the credit when the uh, the trophy trophy's being lofted up
0: battling the trenches definitely so with that being said and you think it's going to be a trenches warfare do you, how would you think the scores are going to be?
2: I don't think it's going to be any record setting. I don't think we're going to get seventy odd points, um, but I do think both these offenses um, do produce firepower to uh, to produce points and to get these, you know, to get offenses going. And, and I, you know, I don't think it's going to be like a, a, a short game in terms of you know both both teams and the teens. Um, I think it's there's going to be fifty odd points on the board for sure.
0: Yeah, I think I've I've I think fifty fifty four points. I I like the Patriots to get to win thirty twenty four something like that.
2: See, I'm close. So I've gone fifty eight points, and I've gone thirty one twenty seven Patriots. Uh, I think it'll be close, but I do think um, Brady and that experience will just hold on to to win it.
0: I can't wait. Book the day off. I've booked the Monday after Super Bowl off. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna enjoy it. And then I'm going out for an afternoon tea with the wife afterwards on the Monday. Beautiful, to
2: celebrate the end of the season. She's like, yeah, get my, uh, my be back. No, no, no,
0: you don't. Because <laughs> like we've said before, this train does not stop.
2: No, it doesn't, sir.
0: Got some pretty good guests lined up coming in February and March, and it's going to be sick. Yeah, yeah,
2: we're really growing. And, um, you know, we're getting to the point now where there'll, be, there'll still be fantasy chat going on, but there's other topics that we'll cover, the draft and... A few other areas so if you do want to interact with the pod many of you do which is great um send us some content ideas um so i can tell you now we're going to be doing some state of the franchise sort of stuff um and sort of doing some division by division uh teams how they kind of sit we're not going to go into deep like one team per pod because that's a bit silly um but we might have a couple of pods worth of material there um we're going to go into some draft stuff and do some predictions and some boards but again that's not going to be our entire focus um news gets very quiet around uh, sort of before free agency so if there's things that you want us to cover off whether that's you're new to the game you're new to fantasy and you want us to do bits on that or there's just areas of interest you want us to cover cap roster management we're doing a little piece on that but again there's probably room for more
0: Uh, come on do yourself some justice 26 pages is not a small amount
2: there's graphs and tables
0: (laughs) and a picture of a pony Uh, (laughs) there's no pony there's no (laughs) pony
2: so yeah so give us some ideas of what you want this is your podcast as much as ours so uh, just reach out to us on on the usual channels on on Twitter at 5 Yard Rush on Instagram Uh, we're going to maybe do some Instagram stories and bits and pieces as we're sort of getting flowing we'll see what happens this um, is shaking his head. No, like, no, I'm
0: just on. taken aback. First, I've heard.
2: Well, that's what I mean. But you commit it because it's on. It's on tape now. Well,
0: I can edit that bit out. And no <laughs> <one> more.
2: <laughs> so if we get edited out. That was a wasted 30 seconds. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a stocking filler. It's a stocking filler. Yeah. Well, Murph, it's the last. Uh, it's the last week of the 2018-19 season, and it wouldn't be the same without you doing some streets.
2: Yeah, so um, it's, there's not going to be many of these segments left until we start again, but uh, this one is Super Bowl uh, ready. So um, only, two franchises, only two franchises have hoisted the Lombardi within five seasons of relocating. So the 1999 Rams, five seasons after leaving LA, and the 1983 Los Angeles Raiders, uh, two seasons after leaving Oakland. So the 2018 Rams are in their third season back in L.A. So they could be the third. So this is the stat I was talking about. Tom Brady by pressure location in the whole of the 2018 season, including the playoffs. uh, With edge pressure, he's got a passer rating of a 118.7. And interior pressure, which is what everybody's been sort of talking about. And I'm sure this will probably come up again on Friday. Um a passer rating of 63.1 so it's a 55 point drop in passer rating so he does not like pressure
0: well to be fair i wouldn't like that sort of pressure either no
2: but it means that if he's outside it's he tends to do better and also says their strength is is not letting the edge come in to to do damage so um the rams do lead the nfl in interior pressure percentage by the way it's uh, 16.6%
0: well, there's, there's no shock there, is there, with the two guys you've got doing
2: it? <laughs> I, be no. So, last one. This is quite funny. Um, so, McVeigh turned 33 last week. So, happy belated birthday, Sean McVeigh. Uh, if you're listening, I'm sure you are somewhere um, stopping Super Bowl preparations to listen to us two in a garage in
0: uh, the studio.
2: Sorry. Um, the age difference between him and Bill Belichick is 33 years, 283 days, and it's the largest between opposing head coaches to win a Super Bowl and if McVay does it all and shocks the world, he'll be the youngest head coach to ever win a Super Bowl.
0: Wouldn't put it past him. No, no, would I. So, Belichick and Sean McVay have the biggest age difference between Super Bowl coaches and Brady and Goff have the biggest difference between quarterback age. Yeah. Well, there's a staff for you. Have you ever heard one?
2: Well, I don't think that will happen again and we'll just look forward to the whole narrative of oh it's the old regime versus the young pretenders coming for their throne and that's just going to be the rest of the week so enjoy that storyline narrative because i'm going to tune it out
0: he's gone he's dropped his mic he's gone it's just (laughs) me and you imagination left alone in the studio that's not a garage that is a garage that is now a studio that sort of thing quick update on the new era hats that we promised been told by the suppliers that they actually only supply to proper sports teams. And as we are a podcast not a sports team, they won't supply to us. So they've been put on the back burner until we can find somebody who will actually make a new era hat. Because those who know me know that I will only wear a new era hat. So, shout out to Renee, by the way, from the uh, Very British Guide. Got Murph a hat, got Nick a hat, got the wife a hat. So And a jersey. And a jersey. She got you a jersey.
2: Which does fit, by the way. Does it? Yeah it does. Mint. I'll take a picture and I'll share it on Twitter, um, some point this week. Where it's uh, one of my all time favourite players, so I'm absolutely chuffed, I'm not gonna ruin it. Um but cannot wait. It's uh, it's a great jersey. I love it to pieces. So nice. thank you so much.
0: Yeah, an old Reebok one classic. Not Reebok Classics, they're trainers, right? <laughs> yeah. There's gotta be something in that saying. Anyway, I'm rambling on, it must be must be late. It's only Tuesday, Murph. We've got three whole more days of this. This is true. Okay, that makes it seem like a chore. It's we- not a chore. I, you know, this is Super Bowl week. We've prepped hard for this, and and the spoils will be there at the end.
2: This is why it's the pinnacle of the season. It's the pinnacle of our season. Um, we also are fast approaching a double landmark, which we're going to get into the same show, which I think is going to be quite quite cool. So um, yeah, it's been it's been a heck of a season, and I look forward to dissecting it all next week and then we can almost say goodbye to 2018 and start to build and get ready for 2019 with a lot of knowledge here
0: yeah we've got some unreal guests like I got a serious fanboy moment coming up on one of them and I may be a drooling mess so I apologize I on the other. yeah I'm saying there might only be two of us on those podcasts because the other guy would just be a mess but Murph until tomorrow my friend this has been a pleasure and Rush Nation, see you tomorrow. The In the meantime, keep rushing. Oh, uh, come on now. We don't have
2: too.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things.